Um, hello? Oh, hey, Darren, how you doing? Good, good, good. I, I was hoping uh, someone would be here. I didn't see any guests in the studio. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm a guest, and I'm here. I'm Jovi. Indeed. Uh, Jovi's been here for a while, so I don't know how you didn't see us when you walked in. I mean, the door was open. I mean, the breeze has been going through the hall. Lately, you guys have been showing up in awkward places when I come in. You're not in your usual chairs. Shh. It's okay. It's fine. Just go with the flow. We don't have to... We can we can pop in and, and still do, a, you know, an improv for life moment. Like true. We, true. <laughs> Even- exactly, guys. Exactly. I mean... You just need to be more aware. Like we, we try to do our improv for life moments, but you just need to, when you come in, open your eyes instead of just expecting things. Sometimes a little bit of structure is helpful, like when I think you guys are going to be in your chairs, but Jovi finding you in the fridge and Mike hanging from the ceiling, well, it's a little unnerving when I first walk in. This... That's what a snake says, by the way, is... that's a good way to just like enter so we're not just truly idiots we were actually like playing a game that was called last letter so if you want to rewind this you'll realize that every line that we said started with the last letter okay now the last letter of the previous line kicked off the next sentence right yes so that was our little way of seeing what we're capable of in that. And I am Darren. I'm your host for the Held Together Improv for Life podcast, where we take the greatest elements of improv, coolness, joy, and fun. I'm just winging it now. Um, and take the benefits of improv and apply them to daily life. Um, and those wonderful people that are in the studio, as you heard, their names are Jovi. Hi, Jovi. Hi, Darren. Welcome. Thank you for welcoming me. How are me. you? <laughs> I, I am great. I woke up this morning happy you know, to see a new day. It's nice outside. It's not pouring raining. It's beautiful. No We've had lots of rain all week. Yeah, which we needed it, but... Um, we're just not used to it. We're just yeah. not used to it. When you when you have to go someplace, it's just like ah the rain. But when you're at home, it's like ah the rain. Well, plus yeah. like all of our uh, like rain dispersal systems, like the gutters and all that stuff, they suck. Yeah. So as we're soon so as unprepared rain, in exactly, Southern so California. As soon as it does rain, floods happen so easy. So like the gutters will get all flooded, and it's just it's not that big a deal. It's just everything's gonna get wet. And when you live in a desert, you you don't want to get wet all the time. It's not our, our norm. It's not yeah. our Se- we're not Seattle people. We're not, we're not no. those folks. Yeah. So for you Seattle people no. and you people that have snow, <laughs> how do you do it? <laughs> Seriously, I, I got a little uh, fun tip for you. Our information. And this I, is I, Mike I, Smith, by the way, Captain, oh, also known as Captain Smitty. I'm a regular Captain Smitty. Yes. There you go. Uh, I've never seen snow fall from the sky in my life. You haven't? No, I've seen snow on the ground. I've gone up to Big Bear like after the snow and we went like sledding and stuff. But that's the closest I've ever been. It's, and it was always patchy. It's never been like snow everywhere. Uh, so I, I'm one of those true Southern California guys. Like snow is like 
That doesn't even exist in my world. Wow. I, I don't even know what that is like. I have a question for you guys. What What's is that? what is snow? <laughs> what is that? What is this thing you're talking about? Have you never seen snow either? I mean, I think I've seen it before. What does it look like? Again? Are, you, are you a SoCal uh, kid as well? I am. Uh-huh. Oh my yeah. goodness! I am a SoCal kid. I mean, we have the ability to just like drive a couple hours to areas that snow, but I just I don't really. Yeah, uh, like when you go to Big Bear. It's usually patchy. It's usually, it's not usually like full on. Right, exactly. At least the times I've gone, the same thing. We're like, yeah, you'll see patches of snow, but I've never seen like the the whole white Christmas thing. I've always dreamt of waking up Christmas morning with like snow on the ground. That seems like such the fantasy of Christmas. I had a ton of snow when I was there. Yeah. Only time I've been to Big Bear. Oh, really? It was a weekend, like a troop retreat, and it was snowing the whole time. That's awesome. Around this time. Yeah. So it does snow up there. It just happens to be the times I've gone. Yeah. It's just pure timing. So you've never seen snow fall from the sky either, Joey. No. Wow, Amazing. you guys. <gasps> We're the no snow, no snow twins. Wow. No snow twins. Oh, my God. Field trip. Field <laughs> trip. Well, I'm from Colorado, so I've seen a lot of snow. Yeah. That, I've, uh, I have some uh, friends and family from out there, and I've always like, kind of like secretly been like, can I come stay with you just for Christmas? Just so I could have a white Christmas once in my life. But I also like... I don't like cold. <laughs> yeah. You're like, that was neat. Well, that's how I feel. I'm Cal- so Californicated now when I go home for uh, Christmas. Um, the first day it snows, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so nice and charming. And then I'm like, okay, go away. Like, is, it, is, it <laughs> done? is it done yet? Yeah. Can I return this rental? Yeah. Like, that was charming for a moment. Well, yeah. I was also always talked off of it, uh, of snow, because my dad grew up in Chicago. Yeah, uh, and he always talked about he f- hated snow. That's why he moved out to California was to get away from snow, not to have to deal with well, it ever again. And I was Chicago like, oh, is one thing. Like Colorado's pretty dry, right? So it just feels right the cold weather, but that's some bitching ass <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> the, the humidity, like New York and Chicago, sure. and the wind whips. It's yeah. a whole oh, yeah. other story. It's yeah. called the Windy City for a reason. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrific. No thanks. No thanks. Promise me, we'll never go back there. It's hard just wearing pants right now. Like <laughs> I'm used to wearing shorts all the time. Yeah. yeah no I kidding. don't even wear real shoes. I wear sandals. I right. Most oh. of the time. I know. That's so like sk- anybody that's listening from any other part of the country is like, fuck you. I guys. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck New York. Because I went there last year <laughs> around this time, <laughs> and that bitch was cold. It was like twenty degrees. Oh, that and was like the polar vortex. Didn't oh, you? it was cold. Like oh I had gosh. blisters on my hands. Ooh. I was like, "This is from the cold." You had blisters. Hell is not hot. Oh, that sounds freezing. terrible. Oh yeah, it's stung. Oh my god, that's it's horrifying. Stung. And and just so you know, before you think, oh my god, da da da, you don't have to deal with the traffic like we do. So mm. that's where we make mm-hmm. up for it. That's where we exactly. yeah. Los Angeles traffic. Mm-hmm. That's where we get hardened, folks. <laughs> that's right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually have been traveling to LA a few times lately, and this is kind of like uh, how I'm using my improv. Is like, how do I deal with this? Because I'm a pretty patient guy, you know. I'm a Buddhist. I try to be chill about everything. Mm-hmm. But um, I found that it's the not moving that's hard for me. So I will actually take longer routes, but that keep me moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll do like that Waze too, does that. It just that. feels like you're making... Yeah. I just want to yeah. have momentum. Yeah. Like, totally it's four and a half hours not using highways, two hours using highways, and I'll just like... It's like... I, I get it. four and a half hours. Yeah, it's so I crazy. It. It's moving, a freedom absolutely. of, like, mentally. It's like a mental... Like, it's like you know, you're right there. You're just right there and you're stuck. It's just like being in that box. Yeah. In one place. It's just... But have you thought about taking the train? 
in? Um, I have. I think I would. You know, they'd probably be the, a similar thing. It would just take a while, but at least I could like do stuff during that. Yeah. Um, um, I take classes at Second City, and I saw that like Hollywood and Vine has a stop. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that goes right by the the blue line. That'll get you. That's an close. idea. Mm-hmm. Now, the fun thing about taking the train, I haven't done it a whole lot, but I'll take it every now and then up to Pasadena to go visit and, and uh. The characters you meet on yes. the are are nothing short of enlightening. Like you will see every walk of life, and you'll be like, "I am part of that. I am half." Like some of whatever that weirdness is is in me too, and you have to like own that. But you're like, "That is really <laughs> weird." We're talking about being Buddhist, we're like, "We're all one. We're all in nature. We're all like together." And like, so it's it's very uh, it's an enlightening experience to go and be like, "I am the one with everyone in here." Yeah, that's a difficult thing to say sometimes because I, I I've had people try to sell me everything, everything you can think of on a train like huh. Walkmans, uh, earphones, drugs, uh, laptops, wow, dogs. I've had people walk around. People with try to sell you dogs. Dogs, I'm like, dogs two dollars. Dogs two dollars. What? I've I've seen, like that train is like the it's like the bizarre like the last is this bizarre. the blue line? What's that? Is this the blue yeah, line? Yeah, well, or blue line, gold line, and I think red line is the ones that okay. I, I, I frequent, and uh. It's, and it's usually only between stops. So like, they'll, you'll get to a stop. Somebody will come on the train with all that the goods, and then they get off the next stop. And then they like they just go back and forth so they don't get caught for not paying for to go on the train. Oh. But you, you see some of the – like, sometimes it's like, oh, earbud, <laughs> earbud's a buck. Oh, I forgot mine. Here, I'll, I'll buy some. But it's, it is a – it's the last, like – I don't know how you say it, but, like, the, the, the last Wild West for, like, just buying goods and trading. Like the last hustling frontier. Right? Absolutely. And it, it, everybody on there is hustling. That's yeah. for sure. You have to yeah. you have to hustle to make money doing that. So good for them. I've never really, to be honest with you, I've never really taken the metro much mm-hmm. out here in Europe. Oh, my God. But I remember, like. It works like, in Europe, though. Pe- oh, yeah. It's yeah. efficient. Totally efficient. But um, I'd have people tell me, like, yeah, I've had people try to sell me plates of fried chicken. And I'm like, <laughs> people are selling dinner oh, on the metro. Oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, no. All oh, kinds. Depends on what time you go. Yeah, they'll have tamales and what? all kinds of goodies. Yeah, it's oh, it's, you, it's you, a good place to pick up characters. Yeah, that's good, that's exactly what I was improv. gonna say. I'm thinking about taking yeah. the character class yeah. pretty soon. I'm like, I'm just oh, gonna good. start taking the, the the blue line every day just to get myself some some yeah. ideas. Yeah, pick up characters <laughs> or diarrhea. Eating that. Yes. <laughs> Eat mash. It's the it's like it's the a new organ bag. trail. Yeah. You're gonna buy get diphtheria by the end. You're, everybody's yeah. gonna get sick by the end. Dysentery, like yeah. or, the old <laughs> Oregon trail. <laughs> Remind me there's a t-shirt I want to show you later. Speaking okay. of dysentery. Oh, okay. sweet. Thanks. Anyway, I'll let you all like wonder about that all right. as we continue. But yeah, I mean, getting out there in the nitty gritty is a good way to experience characters. And I often think that too and encourage students when you're dealing with situations where maybe you have to work with someone you don't like is to think of them as a character that you can utilize traits from. Hmm. So there's always value in that. And like, you know what? Is. I'm going to make that trait into a character flaw. Improv for life. <laughs> Improv for life. That's right. So it's a fun, fun way to awesome. create that's things. Great. That's yeah. pretty clever. I mean, that was um, when I was in Groundlings, that was like the homework we got. It was like, mm. go. One was like, go somewhere, go to the beach, go to the grove, observe people and create a character. One was bring in somebody that you know. Um, one was bringing somebody that you don't like, <laughs> you know, like just that character you mean, like yeah, oh, and like what is it about? So you get a physicality, you get a voice, um, you get that one flaw, like one, the basic one of the basic rules of of character uh, sketch, you know, like the the characters on Saturday Night Live, 
is that they have um, a clear flaw that is aware to the audience, but not to the character. Mm. So they're on their own sides, like Debbie Downer. She doesn't. Right. She doesn't. She doesn't consciously think like I'm going to bring everybody down. She just can't help herself. The target lady. Yeah. I'm not going to be annoying. I'm just am annoying. Exactly. She's okay, like, yeah, I just okay. love Target. I do too. That is one of my favorite things. It is so good. And another great one Kristen Wiig does is um, have you seen the one who, uh, where where she uh, can't help revealing surprises for surprise (laughs) parties? (laughs) She loves surprise parties so bad she can't shut up and she ruins it. She does the most amazing characters. She only had one that I hated was that, like, uh, that uh, Tilly. (gasps) I love Tilly. It was just so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I did that. But she was that's a great like example. She takes a character, take a flaw, and just heighten that. She's so committed. Um, did you ever see the one where she would one up everybody and be like, I did that with ridiculous things, right? Yes, to the point it gets absurd. Yeah, she's she's yeah, the. Oh, I did that, but I did like I, I raced four cars and yeah, and won them all, and they were all blue. Like yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, LeBron James had a sixty-point game. Yeah, I had a hundred and fifty-point game, mm-hmm. and I only played and, half of it, and I was sick. And I'm LeBron James' mom. <laughs> yeah, and then you would find out at the end that it's all true. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> the last so thing funny. she does actually is really like, is all of it real. Yeah, it's a good out. Oh my gosh, those are so good. Uh, Kristen Wiig, come back to SNL. I know. She's so great. She has better things to do. (laughs) She has better things to do. Like Ghostbusters 2? They're making another one? No, because the first one was so bad. It was really (laughs) awful. Sorry. I'm all about girl power, but... Me too. They needed to turn that power off. I wanted to like it. I I really did. You can't go just on a premise. I feel like they didn't really utilize... uh, What's her name? Leslie Jones well. I didn't think they utilized her Her well. Or the... uh, the, I don't know the girl's name, but the the other blonde from SNL. Kate McKinnon? Kate McKinnon. Yeah, she's brilliant, too. I think she's... She is one of the most hilarious people on SNL right now. She's hilarious, but yeah. I thought like they underused her. Like that character she had was so flat and like, oh, you're yeah. you're a weirdo, but you could actually be funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. I All agree. of the characters were one dimensional. Yeah, I didn't see so it. Good. Yeah, it's a, you're not. But yeah, I didn't anything. hear good things. You about saved it. you saved yourself the trouble. Yeah, All right, but we're... same thing. You want to like it. Um, yeah. What are some of your favorite improv games that you like to play? Do you have one? I do. What? Mine is, um, I think it's called Expert Character, Expert Panel. Instant Expert. I love Instant Expert because, like like we were talking about Kristen Wiig, I love just just having, you know, playing different people and playing characters who are not aware of their flaws, but everyone else is. Yeah. I love Instant Expert because it just, it kind of allows you to interact with the audience, kind of break that, that fourth wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can and you explain that a little bit? Because oh, um, there, there are, no, there's a few different versions out there mm-hmm. and there might be some people that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll explain it. Um, there are millions of listeners that are not familiar. Yeah. It kind of takes the form of like a forum or like a panel and you have three panel. You have three so-called experts. These are the actors that are on stage. And they are usually experts according to a suggestion that's given by the audience, right? Like, for example, someone yells out, I don't know, Band-Aids. Here is the international uh, expert on adhesives or something. I, I love that. You know, like, um, 
And the audience gets to field questions. Like they'll ask just random questions like, why doesn't my mom like me? And then, <laughs> and then they have to, they have to, the experts have to answer the question, but also stay within the realm of what their expertise is. Ah. Like I love that game. So, so they could say something like, well, the adhesive bond between you and your mother is not da da da, and just exactly. like in the form of like exactly. expertise on band-aids. Perfect. Yeah. 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 That's so. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's always fun too, like you said, because it's, it's actually interactive with the crowd. So you you really have to improv because you really have no idea what they're going to ask. So that, yeah, that, that's that's a real fun surprise one to keep you on your toes. It's a good an excuse to be crazy too. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mike? Mine, something that sticks with you. Well, I, first of all, I like I like them all, but uh, I, I there's two of them that I, I really get a kick out of is more the warm up, like the, the like the zip zap zops. I yeah, love those. I love just. Oh, you z- do. Z- z- yeah, those are like my favorite, just because it's it really gets everyone kind of like a lot of it start starts out kind of uh, stuck and 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 tight, and then that loosens everybody up, and yeah. you kind of see everybody like kind of come out of their shell in that warm up, and I really like that because it kind of it's just a nice starter. But I'm I also, a huge fan of warm ups too. Warm ups are my favorite. Some people aren't, and I I recently took a class with a teacher who doesn't warm up, and I I just what? feel I feel. Dry. I feel like it takes me like an hour into class to like, start yeah, going there. I mean, yeah, you need you need some foreplay to get into the action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm with you on that. I like, know. Yeah, because it's like you're coming from the regular public world where you ha- you're supposed to wear this public face, which I often don't. And you're coming. <laughs> yeah. And you're coming on to your. So there has to be a transition of like, okay, now now you're going into theater mode. Like yeah. demo, kind of like full wash up. yourself off with the with that stuff. Yeah, wash yourself off. Yeah, that. you're right. It's a transitionary moment to be like, here's my non-public persona. Yeah, free get rid of the exactly. real world and let's come into yeah. let's have fun. Yeah, I agree because like the warm ups are my favorite. I, I love those, but I always like the just for the lesson wise, the um, where you sit with one person face to face and you build a scene one one on one back and forth with each other. I always like that because it, it every time I do it, it teaches me slow down. And just follow what the last person said instead of coming up. Because I have a bad way. Like, I want the scene to go this way. I have a general idea. And somebody will say something off key. And I'm, I'm trying to steer it back to that way I already had. Um. Where instead of like, no, just go with what they said and let it go. And let, and let it build that scene the way it's going to be. And don't have so much grasp of it. So I really find doing that exercise, like almost using that as a warm-up, is so like refreshing to me. So I, I really get a... The key for listening. Yeah. Which is really... The number one. Yeah, because you know? like, we all have this thing where, like, especially in improv, you get stuck in your own head sometimes. You're like, I'm trying to listen, but I'm already thinking of other things. This helps me stop. Just listen. Just just listen. Yeah. And then you have to think after you've heard it, then think. And I that's a good lesson for me in life because I'm always just thinking right before you have, like, you're done with your, your statement. I already have a statement. So I, it's a good life lesson. So I really appreciate it. Everybody what is, what is does it. Well, there's a couple different ones um, where you're like sitting in chairs face to face and you're building a story together, kind of repeating back what each other said. Mm-hmm. One is yes and I, yes and you. Okay, yeah. Where you say, uh, uh, hey, remember that time you oh, went like to the tell, mall? Yeah, that's right. And you say yes and I went into Hot Topic. Yes, and you asked for a size mm-hmm. eight. Yes, and the... Uh, cashier laughed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you, uh, and sometimes it's just yes and I, yes and you. So it's kind of like behavior. What did you do? Um, yes. And I began to cry profusely. So it's like behavior is action and behavior mm-hmm. creates character. So it's really good for one listening, building together, but also 
coming up with a variety of things. You know, if the cashier left, one person could um, throw a hanger at them. Another one could cry profusely. Another one could uh, call their mom over. So it's like, it's really great to just look at the the choices you have and the different yeah. actions. Yeah. It makes you realize, like, don't close off the possibilities. Compete anything and just let it happen. Like, yeah, let the quantum physics happen. <laughs> well, it's funny because yours, Jovi, uh, I, I think there's three foundations of improv that are agreement, information, and commitment. Yours is, a, um, Mike's is about agreement, the yes and, mm-hmm. like really listening and attaching. The next thing, yours is about information, that instant expert stuff, which is so fun. Mine is is about commitment and it's um, Oscar-winning moments, <gasps> uh, which is just so fun. Too. And that is where you're doing a scene, you get a title of a movie or with a couple people, and when the music starts, you delve into an Oscar-winning moment, and it's your moment to like go into a monologue and build it and build it overly dramatic and really commit to the scene. So love that idea, the drama. It, it shows you the freedom that you're capable of, but you know you take permission when the music starts because it's a game, um, but it kind of just reminds me of those big, bold choices we all have. You know, I love those too because, like, I get caught wanting to talk too much out of nerve sometimes. Like, in a scene, like, I'm talking and talking and talking. Don't give the other person any room. Those are great because you're like, it's all me. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) I like, I do like that sometimes. You get the permission (laughs) to do it. I I, I ramble anyway, so this is perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's good to know, like, oh, maybe I can take. Maybe sometimes I ramble and sometimes I don't. Maybe sometimes the other person takes the stage mm. and, you know. I like it too with the, you never know, well, with the way you do it, like you never really know what kind of music's going to come on. Yeah. It could be like, so you, you try to like, I'm in a love scene, but then something really scary pops up. You're like, yeah. oh, this, this is great. Cause now I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this, but I love that. I love the, you're really on your toes. Cause I wasn't expecting scary music when I'm talking about how much I love this this lasts and so yeah i I do love that it changes the tune rapidly along too because then you can turn into some creepy like i really love her so much (laughs) yes (laughs) exactly i don't want her to be with anyone else and it keeps going back to choices and changing your agenda and and seeing what happens there (laughs) yeah yeah that's good time speaking of music oh oh boy today for our scene we thought we would do an improvised musical (gasps) Now, we do have a musical director, Scott, but we're not going that hardcore with this since we're like acapella. We are just going to um, take a name. <laughs> Mike is having a, a panic attack right now. We asked, we asked on Facebook um, a name of a one-word musical, and we're going to take one of those suggestions and delve into it. And we might just break into song at any time and then stop singing at any time and continue the scene and see where it goes. Really, there are no rules. So no be kind, folks. Please be kind. Um, Mike, please <laughs> pick a number between one and seven. We have seven great suggestions seven. here. Seven. All right, let's dig into the giggle machine and see what number seven is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, our musical is called Hermit. Hermit the Musical. <laughs> You seem like you're having a good time there, buddy. Ugh. What are you doing here? Oh, well, I thought I'd visit you. You haven't been out in a while. You know, I, I don't go out for a reason, bud. You know, I, I, I like being here in my little cave alone, and it's a little weird just even having you here, man. Oh, Grayson, come on. You 
you want to get away from look look you have a an address cave 4e are you gonna escape fully or just go halfway well you know it's been it's been a long time i've been in here but it's hard out there in the real world i just i can't handle it on my own i just i just want to be alone and away from people it's 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 scary out there I don't know what it, I don't know how to handle the real world. It's too fast for me. Mommy, mommy, look! <gasps> I found two hermits by the cove. Can I take them home? Uh, oh, I'm gonna uh, grab them. Joey, I told you. Every time you come visit, people follow you, man. <gasps> I can't believe that they thought I was a hermit too. You know what? Maybe a hermit's life is for me. I see you here in your cave. Acting so serene At first I didn't understand But now I understand what you mean A hermit's life A hermit's life A hermit's life for me What do you think? Could I do it? A hermit's life A hermit's life means go home Because <gasps> a hermit's life is by himself And I don't want to share this room This is a one man's hermit's cave And kids You can go home too I don't know what you're even doing here <laughs> Look at that You made the children cry I just wanted to take home a strange man <laughs> Well tell us about it Tell him about Sing it Sing about it My name is Jane And I have no friends I came to this cave Thinking I found a friend This is the end Wrong. But at last I see he is not friendly. Mm-mm. He is not a man that I see could be my friend. Because he's a hermit. I'm a hermit. Why would I need any friends? I like my wall and the other wall and my floor. These are the best friends you could have. And they don't just bust out into song. Those aren't friends. Let me tell you what friends are. Friends are someone you go to the movies with, someone you eat a pizza pie. Friends are someone you can hold hands and skip diddle 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 diddle. You got sweaty palms. You you sing it. What's a friend to you? A friend to me is someone who is really, 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 really nice. A friend to me is someone who has really nice hair and doesn't have lice. La la la, la that's la, a friend. La friend la la, la that's a friend. friend. A friend to me is the kind that come, and when I say go, they go home. <gasps> this is a hermit house. <laughs> Why do you guys insist on singing in my home? <laughs> this is a. Do you guys even know what hermit means? I heard of a hermit crab. Hermit crabs have the right idea. They find a shell and they live alone for the rest of their days. No one to bother them or sing in their shells. And if they see someone singing, they just poop out their shell and get a new one. I think it's time for me to find a new man cave. Well, how about this? I know you don't want us to be your friends, but maybe we can help you find a new man cave. <gasps> that's right. That's what <laughs> friends do. Yeah, it's a they friend help too. other friends. Yeah. I hate to admit it, but I think you guys might be right. I do need a new man cave, and I don't want to do this alone, so. Maybe you can help me find a new man cave. A new man cave. 
a man cave for one, not three. And that means a man cave for just me. With perhaps a guest room for your friends. Or even... Not this again. How about this? Let's go out. Let's, let's see the sunshine. And let's just enjoy the day one step at a time. One step, step at, at a time. time. We'll, we'll go, go out, out of the, the cave. Into the, the sunlight. Oh, so bright out here. Oh. Why do you guys like it out here? It's sunshiny and blue skies and birds singing. This Don't you miss it, Grayson? This is awful. Yeah, where's your friendship spirit? It brought back my accent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is why it's so good to live live alone. I don't have to be confused by accents or songs. I can just bury my head in the ground. You know what? This is going to be Herman the Hermit's first hermit shed. And you guys are going to be my first hermit workers. All right? (gasps) We're going to make a deal. You can come in once a week, work on my hermit cave, and we can be friends. I don't like that. I am going to express my grievances through song. Do it. Don't be a hermit. Don't have a permit to be an asshole. That's my song. Yay! Yes. <laughs> that was a great song. I like that. That was good. <laughs> and that, that folks, real life. was Hermit the Musical. I tried to sing, and I I, I was so sorry. That it was great. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> no, I mean, we could all apologize. No, I'm not. Th- I'm just talking about, like, yeah. Sorry. That was, that I'm was, you guys are fantastic. I'm you sorry. guys are amazing. I love I'm you guys. sorry. I'm just not sorry about it's that. All about, sorry. It's all about It's all about commitment. It's an amazing scene. You all are amazing. <laughs> if any of you are ever thinking about song improv, don't hesitate because it really is not about vocal quality. It's about commitment and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that well, being you guys said, also have quality, so it's hard. Oh, I don't have quality. <laughs> Joey sounds good. Oh, you no. both sound amazing. Well, thank you In very my much, head. Mike. I am a hermit, so I don't hear a lot of uh, Here's singing, your $20 <laughs> for saying that. In- <laughs> off, off the recording. Aw, <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us today. Oh. Thank you, Mike and Jovi. Yeah. Thank it's you. been great to have you. Um, Jovi, tell us what you're up to and, and where we can find what you're up to. Yeah, when I'm not regretting the fact that I'm a grad student. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm bum. I am usually just... On my podcast with my fellow uh, cackling hen, Megan, our show, if you haven't guessed by now, it's called Two Cackling Hens. And it's all comedy all the time. We're the two friends who you don't admit to knowing, but who say <laughs> what you're really thinking. So, yes, a lot of randomosity and, and weird shit. So That's awesome. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Two Cackling Hen Show. On Twitter, at Two Cackling Hens. SoundCloud.com slash Two Cackling Hens. And Facebook. Thank you very much, Jovi. Oh, you're welcome. And Mike, in addition to being a wonderful um, improviser and participant regularly on this podcast, he also does a lot of producing and editing. So thank you for that. Oh, and you. tell us, um, what what would you like to send our audience off with today? Uh, thank you guys for checking us out and uh, being loyal listeners. It's really appreciated. Thank you guys for being so uh, valued uh, friends of the of the troop and uh, make sure you guys check out Hell Together because they have a lot of cool free classes, a lot of cool fun classes. Check them out. And uh, yeah, Hell Together, all about it. Do Thank it. you, Mike. Yeah, and you can find us at H-E-L-D Together. That's either helltogether.com, Facebook, Instagram, 
YouTube, Yelp, you name it. So if you're in the Long Beach area, check us out. Um, Also, check out our videos online. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful time. I don't know what time of day you're listening. I want to say like night, evening, afternoon, but happy holidays. Just have a great life. All right. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 